Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, August the 27th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are Chet, Hefinal, and Resh. Along with those three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, and the spirit of counsel. The declaration today reads this, A secret place with Yahweh, a universe of two and a universe of many, all in the place of now. All of creation groaning, not only at the revelation of the words being spoken, but the revelation of a son. Resh, you are amazing in that your heart is to reveal knowledge that was hidden for ages, but now you are speaking. Thank you, Yahweh. You see, Chet, we've talked about all month this month, as Chet is the eighth letter of the Hebrew Aleph Beit, and uh, that's part of the way that Michelle does these Hebrew living uh, letters and the daily declarations is based on the actual date, the day, the month, and the year. Some of the literal meanings of Chet talk about a tent wall, a boundary, if you will, a fence. It's a place of, if you will, protection, I'm reminded of the scripture that Yeshua himself said that that uh, I am the door into the sheepfold. If anyone tries to get into the sheepfold other than through the door, they are a thief and a robber. And to me, that re represents the place of Chet, because, again, it's 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 a wall. It's a boundary. It's a protection around his sons and his children, his sheep, if you will. And to me, the Chet actually goes a little bit deeper than that in that it, it's also a secret place letter. It's a letter of, of communion and union. If you look at the living letter itself, and I've mentioned this quite a bit during this month, that it's a Vav and a Zion that have been yoked together. And so the two being yoked together is the two becoming one flesh. And it reminds me of, of course, Genesis and, of, and the heart of Yahweh. The heart of Yahweh is that his heart cried out for a counterpart. His heart cried out for a bride. And, and that's why he created us. But he created us in such a way so that we would love him back because we chose to love him back. He wanted us to choose to love him back and not just be a creation where we where we were really bound to doing exactly what he said all the time. You see, he gave us a place of choice. And sometimes that's kind of hard for us to determine because we say that in one sense, but yet we say other things that, that kind of nullify that in another sense. But the truth is, is that Yahweh has given us that place of choice. He wants us to love him. Think about your spouse. Think about your bride. Think about your, your friends and so on. You know, when, when uh, you've got a relationship with someone, it's something that you choose because you love something about them. You you love spending time with them. You like the, 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 the times together and the fun together and sometimes even the hard times together when you become closer and move. What's different with Yahweh? What is different? If I can look in a relationship in the earth, then how can, can I not also apply that same relationship with Almighty Yahweh in the depth and the understanding and the love and the care and so on. You see, that's the place of who Yahweh is. 
It's the place of the universe of two, the place of just him and I. And I've said this before, but I want to kind of bring it together from a different perspective. The place of just him and I is what I like to call the universe of two, because it's a place that that I call the secret place, but it's a place of, of really Psalm 91. He who sits in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I know that that you probably think, no, wait a minute, that's not the way the uh, scripture in King James says. No, it's not. The scripture in King James says, he who dwells. But if you look at that first Hebrew word, yeshav, it literally means he who sits. It's a positional word. It's an authority word because that word is used every time a king is being seated on a throne. We have been seated together with him in heavenly places. And so in this place of us understanding who we are, the truth is, is that we are already seated together with him in heavenly places, but it really takes a revelation of him to show us, hey, this is who you really are. And this is the place that you are sitting right here with me. We are operating this together. We are co-creators in this earth. We are co-creators in bringing about heaven to earth, to bringing my kingdom onto the earth. A kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But part of the universe of two has to have another side to that. And that I call the universe of many. You know, I've spoke some several times over the last little bit. And we were ta- I was talking to uh, some of our groups in the Living Letter Mentor series that is currently going on right now. And I was talking about this place of, of how... You know, some people say, well, I've never seen the face of God. And I have a hard time saying that anymore because when Yahweh gave me the revelation of this, I realized, wait a minute. Yes, I have. But wait a minute. Doesn't the scripture say you cannot look onto the face of Yahweh and live? Yeah, it does say that. It does say that. But let me look at Let's look at it from a, just a slightly different perspective. You see, Yahweh has made each one of us to be facets of himself. He has made us unique and he has given us a unique position in him so that as we spend this our time together with him, we have a very unique way that we see things because Yahweh has given us this place for us to work and, and to, to, to really the two becoming one flesh, if you will, to have that communion with him. But there are other facets. The way I like to look at this is, is in a diamond. And some of you that have heard me talk before have heard me talk about the diamond of Yahweh. Well, the facet that's right next to me has a slightly different perspective than I do. Maybe very similar because we're looking from the same side of the diamond, but it's going to be a slightly different perspective nonetheless. And nonetheless. And so in this case, that's, I mean, it's exactly what it is anyway. Each one of us have a unique relationship with Yahweh and we do see things from a slightly different perspective. That's the beauty of him. The fact that we do see things from slightly different perspectives. Because I can see something beyond what I can see because you are are in a different facet. You are looking from a slightly different facet. I can glean from the treasure of the relationship that you have with Yahweh. You can glean from the treasure of the relationship that I have with Yahweh. But when I look at it from that perspective, that means that you have something that I don't and I have something that you don't. You see, the treasure is meant to be shared amongst all. 
So in other words, when I look into the faces of those that are around me, for those people that I know, I am looking into the face of Yahweh because they are a unique facet in the diamond of Yahweh. And I need that place of, of the connection of this. So it's more than just my relationship with him and I alone. Yes, that's a part of it. And I know that most of my life, I spent a lot of time focusing just on that, you know, about just that place with him and I negating everyone else thinking, ah, I don't need you guys, but I don't. Doesn't Paul talk about every joint supplies? Doesn't he talk about how each one of us are fitly joined together, supplying what the whole body needs? Can a hand say to the foot, I have no need of you? Can the head say to the rest of the body, I have no need of you? God forbid. No, we are meant to be connected together. And so in that place, there is an honor of each one of us realizing that when I look into your face, I see the face of Yahweh. You see, this is the place where all of creation is groaning, not only at the revelation of the words being spoken, but the revelation of a son. I recognize you and I honor you as a son. I honor you as a king and a priest. Because again, you are a unique facet of the face of Yahweh. I need to hear what you have to say. I need to hear the revelation as you need to hear mine. Resh, you are amazing, and then your heart is to reveal knowledge that was hidden for ages, but now you are speaking. Well, Resh, have you not spoken before now? Or have you, have you remained quiet up until this moment of now? Or is it just that we are now beginning to listen? It's a good question. And I'll leave that up to between you and Holy Ghost with regards to that. You see, Resh, you are amazing. And then your heart is to reveal knowledge that was hidden for ages. And you have given us this place so that we begin to recognize who each and every one of us are in this universe of many, in this universe of two, in this universe of Chet, as we declare our words onto the earth and have them come to pass as Yahweh has set in place.